the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and always remember the easiest way to reach me. It's by phone. It's area code 602-525-1370. If you have an old link on your phone that is for the Your Car Insider's website and you click on that link and it takes you to a 405 error saying the page is not available, what you'll need to do is just type into a new browser, yourcarinsiders.com. The website was updated in April to go to a secure website, so the old link is gone now. Uh, I had someone call me telling me that they couldn't get through the website and she was trying to help me and I'm trying to explain to her she didn't call back but that it was because she showed me that she had it in her phone which meant it must have been an older link. You know, I want to start out by sending out a very special thanks to Joey Staples and Earnhardt Honda for his support of, of the show for the last going on 11 years and the ability that he, he has had to help the clients get great deals on Hondas, even in this trying time of lack of inventory. You know, and, and one of the things that I always talk about is relationships. And relationships are really, really important. And a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a gentleman that I had helped previously want to buy a Chevrolet. And he had actually been to the dealership where the car was because he wanted to drive it. And it turned out I knew somebody that worked at the dealership in the commercial building. So I reached out to my friend, George, and we came to an agreement. But he said, Gary, do me a favor. Just have him come in tomorrow. Uh, and the funny thing was when he was at the dealership, he test drove a car. They never took his name. They never got a copy of his driver's license. He was never put in the system. So George didn't have to really worry about anybody coming to him saying, hey, that was my customer and you stole him and blah, blah, blah. Well, we showed up at the dealership the next day to pick up the little Chevy Equinox. And it took a, t a total of about 10 minutes while we were in the dealership to do the entire deal. Uh, and we, we all got in our cars and we went home. And literally, it was a 10-minute process. Paperwork was printed. Uh, the trade was, you know, uh, a blind appraisal. They looked at the car real quick. They agreed to the number, and away we went. It's relationships. I've only known George 33 years. He's one of the first guys I met when I moved here in 1988, and we've remained friends throughout the years. And after that, a couple of days later, I got a phone call from somebody that wanted a Chevy truck. So if you're trying to buy a new Chevy pickup truck right now, you'll understand what's going on because A, good luck finding one, and B, when you find one, let's see what kind of deal you can get. 
and I had worked out what I thought was a really fair deal for a gentleman that was referred to me by one of my previous clients. And I went over everything with him, and there was actually an issue with the truck, uh, and they couldn't sell him that truck, but they agreed to sell him one that was an incoming vehicle scheduled to be here within 10 days of the day we were there. No money had to transfer hands. We were just going to go in and agree to all the numbers. So he had said to me, uh, well, can we go in there and grind on them, even though the numbers are good? I said, if you're not happy with the numbers, let's not go. If I tell one of my friends that we have a deal and you get there and you want to negotiate past what I've been able to do for you, you don't need my help. And you're going to have a hard time finding me if that's the air the avenue you decide to take because I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to leave because I'm not going to affect my relationships because of how you want to do this. If you want to be that person and negotiate after you have agreed to the numbers, then you don't need my help. But even worse than that was standing right in front of my friend. He said to me, now, if he would have said it on the side would have been one thing. But he says to me right in front of the salesman at the dealership, would you mind calling this other dealership to see if their truck's available? They have one that's less expensive. Now, it wasn't that it was a better deal. It was less expensive because it was a lesser trim level in the pickup truck. And I looked at him and said, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm not going to call that other dealership on your behalf, but you are more than welcome to. And I got up, I walked away, I went over to the salesman and I said, hey, I don't like the way that this is going and I'm just going to leave. If you make a deal, great. Don't worry about me. I don't really want to be involved with this guy. And I went out and I told a little fib and I said, you know, my wife just called. I got to get going. There's an issue at the house. Have a great day. He didn't buy the truck. I don't know if he got a truck, but if if that's the way that you want to conduct business, if you want to tell somebody that you have a deal and then go in and try to renegotiate, you don't need to reach out to me. And and I will. I, I don't get annoyed. I don't get upset. I just, I will leave. Uh, I'm not going to jeopardize the relationships for one client. And it's not about the person in the dealership as much as the next time I need something from that person, they're going to remember how this gentleman treated them or him while we were there. And I don't like for any client to affect my relationship with somebody in the car dealership. You know, I got an email from someone the other day. And he was thinking about buying a new car. And if you thought about buying a new car, you have to understand the lack of inventory. I was in a car dealership on Labor Day Monday, and they started the Monday of Labor Day weekend with three new cars in stock. How many new cars can they possibly sell and deliver if they have three new cars in stock? Okay, I've been at dealerships. The, the most of the stores that I've been in have less than 25 new cars on the ground. Okay. So in this gentleman's email, he mentioned something about looking for the year end clearance. And then he actually said, well, if there is one, well, 
everything is perception. You will still see the manufacturers advertising things. You will still see car dealerships running ads on cars. But what I will tell you is when you show up, okay, the inventory that's there is the inventory that they have. I was looking for a a car for a gentleman, and I actually had the conversation with the general manager on my way driving into the radio station today. Uh, if you've listened, you do, you do know that the, the show is recorded during the week and it airs on Saturday mornings from 6 to 7. And when I was talking to Chad, I said, hey, do you have one? And I got the typical go fish answer. And he said, not only do I not have one, there's only four in the valley. And according to the Kia website that they can look at, not me and not you as the consumer, but the inventory for incoming cars into the valley, there were none. And the gentleman had gone out to one of the dealerships that had one of these Kia Sportages, and the addendum on the Sportage was roughly $6,000 over MSRP. Okay, I'm not interested in dealing with and doing business with the dealerships that have done these things. Now, I shouldn't say that because some of the dealerships that I go to, they do these things, but they don't do it to me and my clients. Uh, I had the opportunity to help somebody buy a Genesis and, you know, from one side of town to the other, you know, I know we had to drive about 160 blocks, uh, but I don't think he really minded considering he saved about $8,000. It's all about not how you get there, but it's how you leave. And the first thing that I tell people is, you know, remember, I'm not selling you anything. I'm helping you buy a car. And if I can't help you, I'm going to be the first person to let you know that I cannot help you. But back to the very beginning of the show, when I talked about the lack of respect that that gentleman showed me, And I had mentioned to him, if you don't like the numbers, let's not go. Oh, no, no, the numbers are fine. Well, obviously, the numbers weren't fine. And if you're going to be disrespectful uh, to me when I ask you not to do something, uh, then you you don't need me there by your side to help you. There's no reason to reach out to me. But if you'd like my help through this treacherous time, and it is treacherous for some people, you know, I I just don't understand why, you know, some people will pay what they'll pay for a new car. But remember, easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. The website, yourcarinsiders.com, has a contact me page on it. I will reach back out to you. If you put a phone number, a lot of times what I'll do is just, hey, do me a favor. Reach out to me. Give me a call. I'm not a monstrous fan of doing business via email. Uh, I, I like to talk to people. I like to have conversations because what happens sometimes with an email, you ask a question, I answer it. You ask me another question, I answer it. And all of a sudden we find out that it's taken four days to get through six questions. Okay. I want to also send out a very, very special thanks to Adam Breen and his guys over at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Uh, 
really is a, a wonderful place to do business. Adam has been wonderful in regards to helping clients buy vehicles. And, you know, speaking of Hyundai, he does not sell the Genesis brand. Uh, not all Hyundai stores sell Genesis. And I actually had a client that wanted a Genesis. And that was the gentleman that had to drive from one side of town to the other side of town to save approximately eight grand. And when I say about eight grand, the difference in his trade alone was over $6,000 from one Genesis store to another. So I want to send out a very special thanks to Mark Rushford and Tony Femiano over at Earnhardt uh, Genesis in North Scottsdale. They they really made the gentleman's day. Uh, they offered him a wonderful deal. Everything was great. And, you know, it was kind of funny when he said, I'm not buying a warranty. I'm not buying a warranty. I'm not buying a warranty. And when I explained to him that the warranty that you're canceling on the BMW that you're trading in will be a larger refund than the cost of the new warranty to wrap the 100,000 mile powertrain warranty on the Genesis. Once again, my name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. I'm very good at calling people back. I'm also very good at not answering the phone if I do do not recognize the number. There are so many scams out there. It's crazy between the phishing and the emails that you get that, you know, your bank accounts being locked. Please input your information. Once again, it's Gary Green, 602-525-1370. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Bonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special t- thanks to Chad Sasan over at Rodeo Kia in Avondale. Uh, Chad and I have been friends going on 10 years now. He completely understands what it is that I'm trying to do to help clients buy vehicles. You know, one of the things that I want to talk about, you know, we talk about, you know, you have to figure out the car. Okay, I can give you suggestions. I can give you ideas. Uh, in my opinion, you know, sometimes what I'll tell people is, you know, there, there are cars I try to avoid. 
that I just don't think they're reliable or, or things like that. You know, and I had two clients this week that traded that got rid of cars and there was no talking to them about any other brand. The young man was driving a Toyota Tacoma that his father bought brand new in 2007. And I don't think the wheels ever stopped turning. The last reported odometer reading to Carfax was 449,000 miles. The engine just recently blew the head gasket. So how do you tell a young man like that to look at a different manufacturer? You don't. All you tell him is if you need to take care of your truck just the way your dad took care of his. And fortunately, I was able to find for him a Barcelona Red four-wheel drive Toyota Tacoma. Uh, It actually showed up early and he took delivery of his new truck. Uh, The other gentleman that I helped was actually, it, it it, it was a very heartwarming story. A dear friend of mine had purchased the vehicle for uh, the priest in the church that she belongs to. And she wanted to buy him a new Subaru Forester. And she said no. And this woman was not very good at accepting no. So what she did was she knew what her health situation was. So she, at a certain point, decided she was going to leave money for the father to get a new car. So he also, a 2014 Subaru Forester with 207,000 miles on it. So it wasn't a surprise to me when he said to me, I'd like to get a new Forester. And believe it or not, I was able to find that new Forester in the color that he wanted in coming to the dealership that I have a great relationship with the general manager. And it took a little time. It was a little time consuming because if you write personal checks and you don't want to sign a backup contract, the dealership's going to make you wait for your checks to clear the bank. So this gentleman, when I met him at the dealership, I'm actually going to help him get rid of his Subaru Forester. He had a file, I want to say between an inch and two inches thick, of all the service records on this vehicle over the past seven years. 99% of the work was done up in Flagstaff at Flagstaff Subaru, where he lives. And the funny thing was I had to meet him to get some extra keys and give him back the garage door opener. And the joke that I always say to people is if on Family Feud they said to the question was what are the most what are the things most commonly left in a car when you trade it in? The number one answer without a doubt would be garage door opener. And one of the things I share with people is, you know, if you have the home link in your car Okay, make sure that you deactivate the home link. That's those little three buttons that are somewhere in the car so that you can push one of those buttons to open the garage door in the house or open the gate at the at the entrance to your subdivision. It's very simple. You hold the two outer buttons, the light turns red. As soon as the light starts to blink, that is deactivated. Uh, I... I tell people it's not a bad idea to remove your phone uh, 
from the car. Uh, you know, obviously, if you don't have your phone in the car, the, the, the Bluetooth's not going to work. But I'll always tell people, just remove your phone from the from the Bluetooth in the car. It, it takes 30 seconds. Uh, it's... It's amazing. I mean, I'll never forget working in a car dealership. They stole a car off of the driveway at the service department, and the gentleman had just bought the vehicle. So sitting right on the glove on the seat of the car was his address, his house keys, his garage door opener. And it w- it ended up being a, a pretty ugly situation. You know, I'll tell people, and I don't do this anymore. I don't have my garage door set to the home link. I don't need somebody breaking into my car in the driveway, having access to the house. I try to every night when I go in the house, grab the garage door opener off the visor, bring it into the house and leave it with my keys so that when I leave in the morning, I don't have to worry about somebody overnight being able to get into my garage by opening a window uh, or breaking a window in my car. You know, I want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, uh, Rich Deschitis and Troy. They're wonderful guys. They, they truly, truly are a pleasure to deal with. They truly are the dealer for the people. Uh, I recently had the opportunity to help a radio show listener's son get a brand new Volkswagen. And, and I kind of, it was kind of funny because we looked at a car that I thought he was going to love and it just didn't really do anything for him. But I could tell as soon as he saw that Autobahn GLI Volkswagen Jetta, uh, his eyeballs lit up and I knew that it, it, it checked all the boxes for him. It's very important, folks. Buy something that you want don't let anybody talk you into something and you know the thing right now where you have to make concessions is you might have to make a concession on a color you might have to make a concession on a trim level you know i I had somebody that wanted to buy a, a new hyundai elantra and at the time he wanted to buy the elantra the only thing they had left were n lines and limiteds so that's not your lower $20,000 MSRP car. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of rules that have changed recently with leases, with what you're allowed to and not allowed to do with your car at the end of the lease. Um, Honda's one of the brands that if you now currently have a Honda lease, you have two choices, you three choices. You can buy your car, you can sell your car to a Honda or an Acura dealership, or you can trade your car in, but it has to be traded in to a Honda or an Acura dealership. Some of the lenders have gone as far as they've changed what your payoff is. Uh, I helped the young lady buy a an out. I'm sorry, she bought a Volvo and she had an Audi lease, and at the end of the lease, there was one payoff that was good for the Audi dealership, and there was one payoff that was good for the Volvo dealership uh, with, with some with a little help from a couple of guys, we were able to make our car deal, help her out, let her get her equity out of the vehicle rather than giving it back to the dealer. Uh, remember, the equity in your car on a lease is only yours if you 
do the lease termination or end your lease correctly. If you just give the car back and it was worth four grand, they make $4,000 at the auction, they're not mailing you a check. I can promise you that. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. You can reach me all the time. Easiest way, it's 602-525-1370. Once again, my phone number, 602-525-1370. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insider and 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and as always, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. want to send out a very special thanks to Alex Medina and David Garcia at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear. Uh, I've done business with these gentlemen for a really long time. They've never let me down, never let the clients down. A wonderful place to purchase a new Ford. Looking back, 13 years of the best cars for the money. And I got a I got a kick out of reading this, and I wanted to see what these cars were like. So in 2009, the U.S. News Best Cars for the Money, the winners for trucks, SUVs, and minivans, the best large SUV in 2009 was a Chevy Tahoe. The best midsize crossover was the Toyota Highlander. The best luxury midsize SUV was the Lexus RX 350. In 2009, the best compact truck was the Toyota Tacoma. Best full-size truck was the 2009 Chevy Silverado, and 2009 Mazda 5 and Toyota Sienna were the best minivans. Best subcompact car was the 2009 Honda Fit. Best compact car was the 2009 Hyundai Elantra. 2009 Toyota Camry was the best midsize car. Best large car was the 2009 Avalon. Uh, two, 2009 best luxury sedan was the Lexus GS. Best sports car was the Mazda MX-5 Miata. And best upscale sedan was the Lexus es so the the ironic thing, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen different categories. Of those thirteen different categories, only two of them were American vehicles, the Tahoe and the Silverado. In 2010, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. They put out 23 different categories. And of those 23, uh, the only one in the truck SUV and minivan that was an American vehicle was the 2010 Ford F-150. In the cars, the only car that was not a import was the best luxury sports car, the Chevrolet Corvette. It seems to go, go along the way. I mean, we go back to the best midsize crossover in 11. The Traverse broke into that. You still had the Tahoe in the best truck uh, SUV, and the Chevy Silverado took back the best full-size truck. 
in the cars, the best upscale sedan was a Buick Regal, and the best midsize car was a Chevy Malibu. Everything else, an import. Let's, let's get to the newer stuff. So if we go back to 2018, the best compact SUV was the Honda HRV. The best compact SUV was the Honda CRV. Best two row SUV was the Ford Edge. 2018 best three row SUV was the Kia Sorento. 2018 Acura RDX was the best luxury compact. The Best two-row SUV was a 2018 Lexus RX 350. Uh, Three-row SUV, 18 Acura MDX. 2018 Honda Odyssey was the best minivan. In the cars, if you went to the subcompact, the compact, the midsize, the large car, the luxury car, and the luxury car, all of these cars, with the exception of the compact and the luxury car, car were Toyota products. I'll take that back. There was the Honda Fit, the Kia Soul, Toyota Camry, Toyota Avalon, Audi A3, and the Lexus ES. Let's see what they said were the best cars for 2021. So the best compact SUV was the 2021 Kia Soul. The best compact subcompact SUV was the 2021 Kia Soul. The best compact SUV was the 2021 Honda CRV. Best two-row SUV is the 2021 Honda Passport. Best three-row SUV was the 2021 Kia Sorento. Best hybrid and electric SUV was the 2021 Toyota RAV4 Hybrid. And the best minivan for 2021 was the Honda Odyssey. Best subcompact car was the 2021 Hyundai Accent. The Kia Forte was the best compact. The best midsize car was the 2021 Camry. Best large car was the 2021 Toyota Avalon. Best hybrid and electric car was the 2021 Toyota Corolla Hybrid. Folks, what I'll always tell people is there's only a couple of cars that I kind of stay away from due to the fact that I don't believe that there's they're good cars. Uh, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. 
Easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. I believe I sent out a shout out to everybody that I wanted to mention in the show. Uh, Very special thanks to Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, Brad, I'm sorry, Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Uh, very special thanks to David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear and Chad Sassan over at Rodeo Kia in Avondale. Uh, Rich Deshaitis and Troy over at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen uh, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. I always like to look and I, I look for these articles. I look on MSN and I found a, a, another place to look. It's a, it's a site called Break For It. And it's brake as in car brakes. These common features will soon be extinct. Cars change over time and so do the habits and preferences of drivers. Hence, many features that were once a staple in the industry have disappeared with more vanishing in the near future. Some make us sadder than others, but each one has its place in our enthusiast heart because at the end of the day, we love cars. Number one, manual transmission. There is one beloved feature that we'll lose very soon. The manual transmission provides the best possible engagement on twisty roads in the track and really shows a good driver. However, it seems like the younger generation doesn't have the same sentiment toward the stick shift and increasingly chooses automatics even in sports cars. On top of that, a manual transmission has no place in an electric car, meaning it will die sooner than anticipated, especially in the U.S., Naturally aspirated engines. Another thing that doesn't necessarily improve performance, but certainly improves the driving experience is the naturally aspirated engine. Yes, a turbocharger can provide a much stronger kick in the back and raise the horsepower to astronomical numbers, but it isn't nearly as good in terms of pure driving joy. And why is that, you ask? Well, there is one word to describe it. Responsiveness. In a turbocharged engine, you press the gas pedal, wait for a second, and then it starts to push forward. Meanwhile, a naturally aspirated engine has an almost instantaneous response. It's like gaming with a corded mouse versus a Bluetooth mouse. And don't forget about the higher red line. Sadly, fuel efficiency and pollution regulations only allow turbocharged engines until we also lose them to electric motors. I've had more people calling me lately telling me what they want to buy and they don't want a four-cylinder engine. Well, if you're trying to buy a Toyota Camry, 99.9, let's say 95% of them are four-cylinder engines. If you want to buy a Honda Accord, they no longer offer a V6. Most of your smaller SUVs, such as the Kia Sorento, uh, the Hyundai Santa Fe, all four cylinders, whether they're naturally aspirated or turbocharged, uh, the manual handbrake. And I guess, you know, you really, at these days, you only need manual handbrakes, I guess, if you're going to be drifting. Uh, I think it'd be pretty hard to push the pedal, hit the button, push the pedal, hit the button for how the, the parking brakes work. Convertibles going away. Okay, and they've been going away forever. And one of the things that I like about uh, convertibles, I like cars that have hard top convertibles, such as, you know, the older Mercedes SLs. uh, The new body style SL is going to have a 
soft top. The SLC, the SLK, they were uh, hard, folding hard tops. Some of the BMWs have folding hard tops. Uh, hydraulic power steering going away. Full size spare tires. Okay, besides that, they should actually say spare tires. Uh, if I open the trunk of my car, the one thing that I can never find is a spare tire. I have an inflator kit, and I can't stand it. Uh, and I keep saying to myself, I, I'm not even going to talk about it because I'm not going to jinx myself. Uh, no more changing bulbs while on the road. Halogen bulbs are going away. A lot of analog dials have gone away. Knobs and switches are things of the past due to the fact that so much stuff is actually programmed through your radio. Everything in that radio runs the runs the car your air conditioning's in your radio your radio's in the radio the bluetooth's in the radio uh a lot of your stuff is all inside the radio and this is the one that i got a kick out of was drivers uh these these driver assist systems uh me i'm not a fan visible exhaust tips uh, there are still a few cars that you can get manual crank keys, uh, car keys. Uh, a lot of the cars, car keys were a staple in the automotive industry for over a century. They're cheap, simple, easy to use, and reliable. So why replace them? Well, it's all in the name of the user experience. Granted, using a key is straightforward, but not using it is even easier. In most modern vehicles, you only need to have the key in your pocket and touch the handle to unlock the car. It's called a keyless go car. So the traditional key-operated ignition is going bye-bye. What will you do with your music collection now? CD players. CDs, uh, it's very few cars I see that have CD players in them. It was kind of funny. I was telling my wife that one of the cars I wanted to get, you know, before I'm done on this earth, it was an older Lincoln. And I laughed because when I found one the other day, I was just looking at it. I'm not in the mood to, I'm not buying it now. But I was laughing because one of the pictures showed an 8-track in the 8-track player. Antennas have gone away. Front bench seats have gone away. Uh, mirrors, they're saying mirrors will go away and cameras will change everything in future cars. I guess they want everybody to not wear clothes because they're saying the, the hooks for coat hangers will be disappearing. Uh, a lot of manufacturers have gone to some kind of synthetic uh, leather interior okay my car has alcantara uh a lot of the cars have some kind of a synthetic material that looks and feels like leather hubcaps going away rear door real door handles uh i haven't seen automatic seat belts in a really long time uh i don't i don't know if i agree with the bold colors going away uh musical car horns uh, there's not a lot of cars with hood ornaments and, you know, the Mercedes Benz went to the silver star. But if you feel really, really uh, adamant about having a hood ornament, all you have to do to make sure is you, you go buy yourself a Rolls Royce or a Mack truck. Uh, pop up headlights. Uh, 
and it was a reliability issue. Uh, I haven't seen quarter glass that opens in, I don't know, a million years. Uh, perform- performance tuning, I don't think it's ever going to go away. Uh, do-it-yourself repairs, definitely, definitely uh, is a thing of the past. Most cars, I can't remember the last time I saw a cigarette lighter in a vehicle or an ashtray. And it's funny, I just clicked on the next one. It says, legendary cars that came back with the blast. We're so glad they did. Uh, Dodge Challenger. Uh, I have I have the third generation reminiscent of the 70s. Uh, and I do. I have a hard time every time I think about getting rid of my car. It's like, what am I going to buy? Uh, it's 485 horsepower. It's a manual transmission. Uh, I don't have a lot of the doodads in the car. I do have blind spot monitors, which I think is important in that car. I do not have a CD player. I do have a Uconnect radio that controls everything in the radio. Climate controls settings all done through the the center infotainment center. Uh, one thing that I'm not a fan of, uh, they call them floating dashboards. You know, when they have the radio, that screen, and it's sitting on top of the dash where it looks like it is a add-on, like a laptop that somebody stuck on top of the dashboard. I haven't gotten used to that yet. I like the dashboards that flow and your radio's part of the dash not something that's an afterthought on top you know there's there's a lot of things that are that are changing in the car industry but one thing that isn't changed in the car business is is negotiating okay you still have a car that you're buying you still have a car that you're trading in you still have a interest rate if you're financing the car and you still have a warranty if it's something you see value in you know it's my goal to help you get the best deal that you possibly can in today's current conditions. Uh, it, it is scary, and you cannot, you cannot go by what the dealerships are showing online as inventory because a lot of that stuff is cars that are pre-sold already. I was talking to somebody the other day, and 85% of the cars that they have coming in the next 60 days are already sold. Which means if there's a 200 cars online for that dealership, 170 of them are spoken for. Uh, you know, I, I'm helping a friend of mine after the show today. We're picking up a truck that he ordered. And just to give you an idea of how this whole microchip thing played out with his truck, he ordered a truck in December. I'm sorry, January. His truck showed up in March, and inadvertently there was an issue with how the truck was ordered, and it made the truck unacceptable for my friend. And he's a really patient guy, and he said, Gary, you know what? I really don't want to change that. I just want to get the truck the way that I want it. And it was a big difference. Uh, he ordered a truck that was two, two-wheel drive, and the way the truck came in, it was four-wheel drive. And he has a truck that's 20 years old, and he was buying the exact same truck he has 20 years later. We reordered the truck in March. March, April, May, June, July, August, September. The truck came in this week. That's seven months. When you order a vehicle... 
you can order whatever you want. It doesn't count until the order is picked up by the manufacturer. And, you know, I helped a young man. It was kind of crazy. He, I helped a young man buy an incoming Toyota. And it was funny because, the, you know, he told me the day the car was scheduled to be built. And the next day I called to get the VIN number. And, you know, once the car is built, it has a VIN. Well, the next day... While I'm there, I'm sorry, while I'm on the phone with him, he tells me, hey, just want to let you know his truck's here already. Instead of taking 10 days, the truck was here in three or four days. Uh, And we went in on, you know, we went in last Saturday and he picked up his new truck. Uh, it's, It's really, really, really important to understand what is going on in today's world in the car business it is definitely a supply and demand thing and a lot of the dealerships they have the attitude that if you don't like it don't buy it okay no one's holding a gun to your head no one's forcing you to do anything and and what scares me is more than the new cars is what people are paying to buy used cars uh, if that should change, I wouldn't want to be one of the car dealerships that might have as much as $8 million in used car inventory. A lot of dealerships are very careful with what they're putting in to trade-ins, and then there are dealerships that are, hey, we're going to sell it, this problem's not going away, and you know what? It's not going away. It's not something that's going to be fixed before the end of the year. You know, somebody asked me about year-end clearance. Well, if you don't have inventory, there is no year-end clearance, and I will go back to the early 2000s, 2002, 2003, 2004, when I worked in a Chevrolet dealership and I was a new car sales manager. We had huge incentives throughout the year, but I will tell you the best incentives were always in December. Okay, and they were always in December because it was the year-end clearance. But there is no, no, nobody, I don't know of anybody that's got inventory that they're desperate to get rid of. They're having a harder time getting cars than they are selling the ones that they have. I can't tell you how many times I've been at a dealership one day talking about a car and the next day I go back, that car is gone. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and you can reach me at 602-525-1370. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 